What the freight rail industry is saying to its workers is this, it doesn't matter. If you have COVID, it doesn't matter if you are lying in a hospital bed because of a medical emergency. It doesn't matter if your wife has just given birth. It just doesn't matter. If you do not come into work, no matter what the reason, we have the right to punish you. We have the right to fire you. Frankly, it is hard to believe that these conditions still exist in the United States of America in the year 2022. Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Amditas. Let's get to it. It's Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. Welcome to Day 680. House Democrats elected Hakeem Jeffries to lead their caucus, the first black person to lead a major political party in Congress. Jeffries will succeed Nancy Pelosi, who has led the Democrats for two decades and announced earlier this month that she would remain in Congress but would not run for the leadership position. Also elected to lead House Democrats in the next session of Congress are Catherine Clark as Minority Whip and Pete Aguilar as the chairman of the party caucus, who's in charge of messaging. Meanwhile, the House voted to force a labor contract between rail workers and rail companies which tens of thousands of union workers had voted down because it didn't include paid sick leave, which they currently do not receive. In addition to the bill that codified the tentative contract agreement reached earlier this year, the House voted to add seven paid sick days to the contract. The Senate, however, still needs to consider both of the bills, meaning it's possible that the labor contract could be imposed without the sick leave addition. Without congressional action or an agreement between the unions and rail companies, a nationwide freight rail strike could begin as early as December 9th. Moving on, Jerome Powell indicated that the Federal Reserve could begin to slow its interest rate increases, but that it will probably keep borrowing costs higher for longer than previously expected. The Fed has raised interest rates from near zero to a range of 3.75 to 4% since March. At each of its last four meetings alone, the central bank has increased rates by an unprecedented 0.75 basis points aimed at combating high inflation, the most aggressive action it's taken since the 1980s. The Fed is on track to raise interest rates by half a percentage point at its December meeting, and markets now expect rates to eclipse 5% next year. Powell said, quote, It is likely that restoring price stability will require holding policy at a restrictive level for some time. History cautions strongly against prematurely loosening policy. We will stay the course until the job is done, end quote. Meanwhile, the age of first-time homebuyers in the United States is getting older as prices rise, mortgage rates increase, and inventory decreases. First-time buyers made up 26% of the market from July 2021 to June of this year, down from 34% last year, marking the lowest share of first-time buyers since the data collection began. The median age of homebuyers in the United States is now 53, the highest on record. While millennials saw the largest increases in homeownership between 2019 and 2021 due to pandemic relief and historically low mortgage rates, just 27% of millennials lived in a home that they owned at age 25 to 34, compared with 40% or more for previous generations. The average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage, meanwhile, has more than doubled in the past year. 
Mortgage rates have, however, dropped slightly for a third straight week in a row after topping 7% last month. Moving on, NASA canceled plans for a satellite that would monitor greenhouse gas emissions in Earth's atmosphere because the project got too costly. The Geostationary Carbon Observatory mission was supposed to be a low-cost satellite that would monitor CO2 and methane over North and South America, with a price tag of around $166 million. NASA, however, estimates that the mission will now cost more than $600 million, which it said would, quote, have a detrimental impact on NASA's Earth science portfolio, end quote. And finally, lawmakers say they plan to add $45 billion to the defense budget. The Senate and House Armed Services Committees have reportedly come to a compromise to set the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act budget at $847 billion. Last year, Joe Biden asked for $753 billion, but was granted an NDAA worth about $778 billion. If Congress moves ahead with the increase, this would mark the second year in a row that lawmakers have endorsed a national defense budget that is tens of billions of dollars more than the one that Biden requested. Last year, Biden asked for about $744 billion, but was given about $768 billion, a $24 billion increase. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit WhatTheFuckJustHappenedToday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas. 